Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Judy. And, and we're we are Women, Women of Watermark. Watermark. We welcome you to take this journey with us. We have over 40 years of communication and marketing experience that we're looking forward to sharing with you today. We're going to share with you our guests, uh, people that we've done business with, people that are experts in the industry, and really just have a lot of fun talking about marketing, communications, business strategies, and solving the problems that you might be having in your business. So welcome for the journey. We look forward to uh, engaging with you. Welcome into Just Wow. As you know, we like to shake things up. Always. And we're shaking it up today, and we have a co-host with us. We'd like to welcome in Kaylee Shadburn. Kaylee, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, first off, thank you guys so much for having me. This is such a surprise and honor to be here. I'm a sophomore at Point Loma Nazarene University here in San Diego. Um, and I'm actually interning with a company called Ambient Communities this summer, um, which you guys know, of course. And I got lucky enough to visit the office today and sit in on the day at Watermark and be with you guys. And I'm honored to be a part of this. Well, thank you for joining us. We're so happy to have you here. We're, we love having new talent, fun, new voices on our podcast. And uh, I hope you enjoy the experience. And we like to give surprises. So yeah, we do that There you yes. go. You guys are keeping me on my feet. I appreciate it. <laughs> so who do we have today, Judy? Well, we have a wonderful guest here today, Warren Burley, who is a, a good friend and a, um, collaborator with Watermark. And Warren, I'm just going to let you talk a little bit about yourself. So can you introduce yourself to our guests? Yes, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, I started out in 1997 doing sound in South Africa. I uh, eventually opened my own studios um, and kind of reached the top of my my game in South Africa. So obviously the next step is moving to America, right? Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, came over here and uh, opened my own production house, um, kind of do everything. Got two master's degrees, one in post-production and one in sound. Um I remember the day Warren walked into my office. We shared offices for a little bit, and it was, I'm here, I'm ready to do this great work, and it's been a wonderful journey ever since. I, you know, I had to walk around and knock on doors, and I think you know, your door was probably the first one I knocked at, <laughs> and you became my first client. Yeah, absolutely. So that's marketing old school style. <laughs> absolutely. And, and just so for our audience to know, uh, Warren is the magic behind the microphone who makes us all sound and look wonderful uh, when we're both on our audio and also video. So thank you, Warren, for joining us today. And thank you, Kaylee, for, for uh, being one of our hosts. Yes, of course. Now, Warren, I got to meet you today, and I think what you do is so impressive. But for me and some of the other listeners, do you mind describing what kind of what you do and what sound and media design is? Okay, um, it's kind of a broad, very broad question. <laughs> I do everything. What do you not do? <laughs> yeah, it's more like what don't I do? So basically, I do everything from script writing all the way to final picture you know we do graphics we film um we do the final sound on on movies uh reality shows commercials um i've done everything from radio commercials to corporate videos uh you name it i've probably done it he does it all he's amazing uh, he, he, does is. All. he is very <laughs> amazing yeah. i was thinking even virtual 3d walkthroughs of all oh, the processing yeah. even done those that. Are yeah. Fun. yeah and our virtual are, walkthrough of the college those are very fun so, so Warren, I had the pleasure of meeting mm -hmm. you actually um, in Judy's old office, mm -hmm. um, 
and was duly impressed immediately. So first of all, I very much appreciate your talent. Thank you. You know, and they say if you you do what you love, you never work a day. So how did you find your passion for this? Well, um, it's a it's a funny story actually. Um, I had no passion for this in the beginning. <laughs> when I first started, my mother um, is a producer. Um, she does a lot of commercials in South Africa. And, you know, you leave school, you don't know what you want to do. And I actually want to do what my parents do, right? Oh, exactly. Avoid that like the I was plague. Like, oh, no, like sleep late, party. That, <laughs> yeah, that, was, right? that was what I was doing. And and uh, what was the rugby? football? Rugby. 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 Uh, yeah, I played rugby, but I also played professional soccer. Ah, so okay. I was a professional soccer player. So that was kind of my life. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing anything else. I'm going to be a professional soccer player for the rest of my life. And um, my mom convinced me one day to go into a studio. Uh, they were doing some TV commercials, and I went into the sound studio, and it just blew my mind. Like, this is fun. This is what I want to do, you know. Um, the the engineer there at the, at the time, uh, I'll never forget, he did a whole sound design on, on a Fanta commercial, actually. And uh, I was like, okay, where do I sign up? Fanta the soda? Fanta. The soda, <laughs> the yeah. Fanta the soda, yeah. And I was like, where do I sign up? And luckily for me, the studio was actually looking for an intern. At the point, and I think my mother planned all this, planned all this <laughs> quite nicely. Moms yeah. are pretty <laughs> yeah. that way. Um, so I did a four-year intern doing mainly radio commercials um, and vernacular. So you know, in South Africa, we got eleven official languages, and I, that's all I did all day was eleven different languages. Different languages. Wow. It, yeah, the only ones I never did were the English ones because they they didn't trust me enough to do English. <laughs> So, yeah, they did the English and then gave me all the, the translations and stuff. So I learned a lot of language from oh, there. that's cool. Um, so I speak four, four different languages. And, um, yeah, that's kind of where it started. And, and, you know, very competitive. So when I started out, I wanted to be the best. I wanted my own studio. Um, I don't take, uh, you know, authority very well. So when I'm told what to do, you know, I'm like, no, I can do that better. You know, it shouldn't be done like that. It should be done like this. So that's that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, it's interesting to see where you started and where you are now. But do you mind briefly describing some of the projects you've worked on? Let's talk about favorite projects, actually. Uh, would probably be my film projects. Um, I did a lot of ADR, which is automatic dialogue replacement uh, for a lot of movies. Like I don't know if you know, but um, in, in, in the film industry... They never use the sound that's on set because there's always noise or there's, you know, it never matches up. So the actor will come into studio and re-record those lines. So I did a lot of like big movies like World War Z, um, Invictus, uh, Prometheus. I worked with some big, you know, big directors. Um, and uh, that's probably my favorite. Because I think we skipped the fact that you somewhere in there got two degrees in sound engineering, correct? Master's yeah. degrees? Yeah, I got a um, from Berkeley. I did all that online uh, before I came to America. I wanted to come prepared, so I thought, "What the hell? Let's do two master's degrees." Um, yes, yeah. One, what, let's, let's just do <laughs> two. Let's just do it. Let's two do is two. better than one. Right? The visa requires one. Let's do two. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yes, the one's in uh, sound engineering um, specifically, and the other one is in post production. So, kind of broader. So, what do you think jump started your career when you? Let's talk a little bit about what jump started in South Africa. You've gone over that a little bit, and and what took you into your own design studio, and then how did that translate when you came to the states? I think what made me successful over there was passion. First thing, I loved what I did. It was uh, 
for me every day, like, you know, you're going to work, you're not working. You right. love what you do, mm-hmm. right? Like you said. Um, and then, especially when I had my own studios, you know, I kind of, I wanted it to be the best. Um, and the marketing I did. And, and I went out. When I did my marketing, everything was done with passion. So I'd sit in, in a group, you know, in, in an agency and I'd tell them exactly, you know, what I did. And, and that's how I'd win a lot of clients because they saw the passion. Right. right. And when they came there, I was very creative. And I also never, never stuck to the rule book. <laughs> that, that, no, yeah. really, Warren? <laughs> that, also, that also made a huge difference, especially in sound. Um, I tried new things, uh, won a lot of awards. And, uh, you know, that, that I think that's what made us successful over there. Um, coming over here, it did take a while to kick off. Um, I think the first five years, I've been here eight years now. The first five years was pretty difficult to get into the industry. I think one of the reasons was people didn't understand that I knew everything. Like it was a, a phenomenon to them. You know, <laughs> I'd walk in and they go, what do you do? And I'd say, what do you want me to do? I can do everything. And, um, and some, they didn't believe you. Yeah, some people didn't take, take or they to were, that. Or they were intimidated by it, right? Yeah. yeah. I had some places that uh, wouldn't hire me because they thought I, I knew too much. And uh, I actually had more awards and, and, and more accolades than the owner, you know. And, right. and, and he was like, no, I can't have you working here because, you know, more than me, you're going to take my clients. Right. That was, that was another big thing. So, obviously, you faced a lot of obstacles when you got here and basically had to start from scratch. You had to start all over. How did you overcome those obstacles? I never gave up. I still never give up. Um, I never take no for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, you guys have actually taught me that uh, through the years mm-hmm. as well. Um, I've also learned to to choose my jobs wisely. Yes, yes. You know, We've had many discussions about yeah, that. Yeah, many discussions. Yes. Um, I think in the beginning I was like, yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do that. Do anything. But... And I'll be only paying two hundred dollars. Yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take anything. And I think I was working so hard for so little money um, until. I took your advice and it's like, you don't need to do that. Choose your jobs wisely, the good paying jobs, because those are the people that appreciate what you do. Yes. You don't have only to only s- work with yes. people that understand exactly. your value. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to stop for just a second. And Kaylee, I want you to hear that again. I love um, that. I mean, I'm going to write it down in my notes. Yes. <laughs> because when you have to keep proving yourself or tell people the value you provide, you spend all your time doing that and not doing what your expertise and your passion and your talent is. And it's okay to say no. Yeah. It, it was very hard for me to say no because I was always worried about, you know, how are you going to pay the bills? Like, right. That $200 is still going to pay for something. Right. right. But um, but it eats up time that you it, could be spent on a exactly. much more rewarding and valuable prods. Exactly. Process. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I've learned that from you guys. So thank you. No, thank you. The <laughs> yeah. talent you bring to our projects and it, it it just takes it to another level. So thank you very much. V- very impressed. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I speak for everyone when I say that we're all inspired by the kind of passion you have and the persistence in your career, and how encouraging it is to hear how fresh it is to hear from someone who is loving what they do and is persistent and growing in their environment. Um, I do have a question on. What has been the most rewarding project for you to work on? Well, just to go back, not every day is is a happy day, should we say. <laughs> it's still work. It, yeah, it's yeah. still work. But, um, I mean, there, there's a lot of projects I work. I mean, um, 
I, I often work at Temptation Island, um, which is a reality show on Netflix, and we spend six weeks in Hawaii on an island. Oh, you um, poor, poor I know. Yeah. I've taken one for the team. <laughs> Tough yeah. job there, mister. Yeah. Taking one for the team, and we appreciate so, that. I mean, it's really hard work. But, <laughs> <laughs> but those, are the, those are the more rewarding jobs, you know, um, the, the good-paying jobs, and they look after you, and um, everything's covered, and everything's paid for, and you have your two days off, and you sit on the beach and scuba dive and things like that. I mean, those, those are obviously the best, the best ones. But then you do have you have jobs where you uh, you sweat it out in factories and uh, oh my goodness yeah. <laughs> that almond say, processing he's not, oh my goodness he we didn't mention so our hard. project is yeah. his most rewarding I know so yeah. no we are say. definitely not Temptation <laughs> yeah. Island that's hard to beat that <laughs> was a long day yeah so what what advice would you give to someone that is coming out of school or going through school right now and is coming into this industry what advice would you give to them make sure you love what you do. That's the first thing. Um, don't go into something that you're going to regret. So like a lot of people come out of school and they go, oh, I want to do videography to get into sound. Um, rather just go straight for the sound, you yeah. know, um, because you get stuck. You get stuck in doing something you, you hate. You hate every day. You get out of bed. You hate what you do. There's no point, you know. Um, also, do due diligence in what you want to do. Because everything seems like roses, but at the end of the day, some of the stuff is, um, it's, it's, it's hard. Those well, internships are important. I mean, you're here yeah. as an intern, and, and that is critical. Mm. It's really important for you to see what is in the true day-to-day life, right? Correct. But it's also seeing what you don't like to do. Right. Oh, oh like, It's absolutely. almost more important to figure yeah. out what you don't like than yeah. what you do. But Look, I am going to say there's filing, Kaylee, in every job. <laughs> every job. <laughs> well, I'm learning a lot about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, you, you've got to start at the bottom as well. I think that's also very important. Don't think you're just going to walk into a studio and be be the main engineer. You know, you're going to make coffee for a year. I can tell you that. Um, yeah, have patience and and also learn from everybody. Ask a lot of questions. Ask a lot of yeah. questions and meet a thousand people. That was my mantra when I when I first arrived here. I was going to meet a thousand people because out of that thousand people, you're going to get at least a hundred clients. Well, I think that brings networking yeah. into something yeah. that they don't necessarily teach in school. Um, but the people you meet, you're only as good as your, your network, mm-hmm. right? And um, you're going to hear a lot in your career, I got a guy. Yeah. I, you know, well, in this case for us, Warren is our guy, right? Yeah. So We're good to have a guy. We're good to have a guy. But that network, to your point, Warren, that thousand people and not just having, not meeting them, but making sure you're connecting with them. Right. And I would say that I think Darcy's really amazing at this and she's done this throughout her career. It, she she not only you meet somebody but she's got their information and she knows their birthday and there's a little bit of it, you know, she knows the history of it so that it's not just I know you, but now I've connected with you at a deeper level and I think that really really yeah. makes a big difference. Yeah, I think what I've been learning a lot recently is in society, you hear you have to go to the top school, you have to get the best GPA if you want to get this job. But at the end of the day, it's about who you are and who you know. Like, I wouldn't yeah, be here today if right. I <laughs> didn't network and make connections, too. So yeah. It's also about experience. Right. I think um, it doesn't matter what credentials you have, but if, yeah. you, if you don't have the experience behind you, people aren't going to hire you. No. You know, um, I started out, I had no industry credentials at all. Um, I learned everything on hand. 
mm-hmm. and that was actually the best school I could have ever gone to. Right. Um, yeah. You had a great mother. I had a great mother. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for her to come back over and so we can we can meet her again. Yeah. Well, Warren, um, we have talked a little bit about sound and media design, but do you want to talk about storytelling and that's impo- importance in your career? Storytelling, that's probably the most important thing in my career. Um, you know, whether it's a commercial, whether it's a corporate video, everything's got to have a story. And that's, I think that's one thing I take to heart is, is I make sure that everything makes sense. Because what's the point of, of watching a video and nobody knows what the story is or where it's going? Um, I also use a lot of things like lighting to tell a story. Um, sound, you know, music plays a big important role. Um, in fact, I always say that that sound is fifty percent of your of your video. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you put a a, a country song on a on a, um, a horror film, it's not going to work. Right? You got to you got to build the audience and you and you suck them in with sound. We have a lot of conversations over what's the right music for this. Yes. Exactly. And we <laughs> spend a lot of time selecting the right music. Yeah. Not only to enhance the story, but to reflect the client's brand. Exactly. Right? You got to know your audience. Yep. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that's and that that's also a big thing in storytelling. So know your audience. It's no use telling them something that they're not going to be interested in. Um, also, treat everybody like they got ADD <laughs> <laughs> because they do. They do. Yeah, um, especially nowadays with you know social media and stuff. People sit on there for five seconds. I've seen my son just flick through through videos, and uh, you got to get them engaged within the first five seconds. Right. Yeah. Actually, um, the first three statistically. Yeah. I know that attention span is just shrinking. Yes. It's, yeah. It's like a goldfish. Well, I mean. and to your point, words matter. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're going to hear me talk about prepositions. <laughs> They're not your friend. Never end a sentence with them if you don't have to, because to Warren's yeah. point, they don't do anything for the story, at all. They yeah. just fill paper. So if it's video and you're and you have a voiceover on that video or even words on the screen. They have to be impactful. They have to be purposeful. They have to be concise, engaging. Yeah. All of those things in five seconds. Yeah. Right. Also, talking about voiceovers, make sure the voiceover is the right voiceover. Oh, yes, You please. know, for the story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had some clients that have given me voiceovers that, that they think they can do themselves. And there's a reason why these voiceovers and they get paid so much money. It's because that's what they do. That's what they're trained to do. And they make such a difference whether it's a radio commercial or a film or narration, whatever it is, trust me when I say this, please use professionals. <laughs> At all times. Yeah. Warren, if you, um, you were talking about your son had five seconds of span, of int- attention span. How has that changed since you started your studio? I mean, things must have progressed over time. Yeah, you know, people had a lot more time when I first started and, and you could grab them within the first two minutes. You know, two minutes. A, yeah, we'll call five video. seconds. Wow, they'd, they'd sit there for two minutes and actually watch the video and they go, "Oh no, yeah, it's not for me." Well, <laughs> well, this is cool, you know. Now it's. Um, I mean, I, I actually sat watching my son the other day with with uh, TikTok. Yep. He doesn't even give the video a chance to show what it's about. He's literally just flicking, flicking through. If somebody's not doing a dance or, or grabbing his attention within the first three seconds, like you said, yep, three seconds, they're gone. And that I think has changed the game big time. Um, you know, that's why music or graphics or something to start the video off 
is is a big thing so that people can actually see what it's about especially i'm, I'm talking about corporate no, no. you know corporate yep. stuff um if they can see what their video is about in the first three seconds you either got them or you lost them and and then it's not for them you know right if if say almonds for example mm -hmm. if if you somebody's looking at a video and it comes up oh this is an almond video and they're in the industry they're gonna sit and watch it yep but and if, they'll watch yeah. that long form They'll watch a longer they'll watch video it, if you yeah. can't catch them in the first three seconds. Yeah, if you catch them, they'll sit and watch the whole thing. Because the other thing, if you can get past that that little ten second you know interval mm -hmm. in the beginning, and people want to see the end, it's quite funny. Like even when you go to a bad movie, right? You got to sit through it. No, sorry, <laughs> I leave. <laughs> well, Not gonna do it. The majority of people, yeah, they got to see the end. That's a whole end. other strategy. That mm. there's you catch them at the beginning and then you just keep dragging it. I get so annoyed by those, but I do yeah. it. I listen to the end because I can't wait to see the end. But I'll stay there. For yeah, the I watched story. the video the if other you day. You can get the story if you yeah. can get them hooked into the story. You got them. Yeah, it's like your training. Your training is bad. Watch this video, and I'm like, okay. Ten minutes later, I'm still watching the video. I'm going, like, he hasn't like, told me what it's about. You're selling me. You're selling me something. I'm trying yeah. to figure out what you're selling yeah. me. And you know what's coming, but you still watch. Yep. You still watch. I, I think most people, when you talk about video or like grabbing them in three seconds, it's about getting your message across. Where I think the benefit of having someone with your talent, Warren, is really the engagement of the story. So you thought of all things, like you're talking about graphics, you're talking about visuals, you're talking about sound, you're talking about light. Light. The feeling that that emotes, right, is really the engagement where, you know, people are bombarded with messages, thousands of messages every day. And, and being talked at is not what most people want today. They want to be part of a conversation if they choose to engage, mm -hmm. right? Correct. So I, I think your points about it's hitting them on all those facets. It's creating a, an experience that they want to be in. They want to come back for more. Yeah, I would even say for me as someone who's watching commercials or videos or whatever it is, if I get connected emotionally and if there's a feeling, I remember it more too. Those right. puppies get you every time, oh, don't yes. they? Puppies yeah. and babies. The shelter yeah. videos. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> that just hits a hard spot yeah. in the heart. Yeah. And that's also where music plays a, a big oh, role. Oh, yes. You know, it, Hear the as music soon as you hear that, you only have to Don't. hear the first two notes of that music and you know it's Sarah yeah. McLaughlin and there's going to be puppies yeah. and I'm going to cry. Yeah. No, it's, I'm going to turn the channel. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Nostalgia is another big thing. Yeah. You know, you hit somebody from the 90s or whatever and you play a little bit of 90s music in front, they're going to they're gonna watch, you know. Yeah. So, so Warren, if you had to give um, advice to someone looking for these services, not necessarily just coming, coming up, because yeah. everybody's got a video guy, yep. um, what would you tell people to look for? Well, um, stop looking for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> cheap is not always better. Yeah, it's not always better. No, price is what you pay, exactly. value is what, what you get. get. Exactly, and uh, you're paying for the experience as well. Um like I say to a lot of my clients, um, you're not paying me for a five-minute video. You're paying me for 27 years of experience. And they don't understand that because everybody's on a budget, right? But there's also ways to talk around budgets. So if, if, if a client comes to you and goes, I've got $2,000, what can you do? That's actually better than me putting a quote together and then them coming back and going, no, 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 it's too expensive. But yeah, I think, I think value for money. Well, I think being upfront, this is the budget. 
can you or can't yeah. you? And, and as oh, we said before, so it's okay to say, no, I can't. Yeah. Look, there's some things we can't do. Right. I mean, you know, a corporate video for like $200 or whatever, that's impossible. And and I let them know that. And I say, this is what we can do. And we kind of, I like to work with the clients. And I think um, a lot of my clients also, you know, are a bit wary of that because they go, how much is it going to cost me? I'm like, okay, how much have you got? Let's start there. <laughs> right. you know? And that that's a nice way to start because if they're expecting, you know, the Eiffel Tower for the price of, of a trailer, that's it's not, not going to happen. happen. Right. And I think also understanding the value of video because when you are looking at and in, in advertising and engagement numbers, I mean, video is off the charts and it is more and more and more the search engines are looking for that content. And they're, if you're just relying on the words or the pictures, you're not getting the exposure as a business that you should be. So it's one of those things. It's like, you know, pr again, price is what you pay, value is what you get, but it's an important part of today's marketing and promotion and PR outreach. You, you just cannot not be doing it because you're missing 90% of your audience if you're not including video in one or all of the parts of your marketing out outreach. Yeah. That's because nobody reads anymore. No, they don't. I mean, you go on Facebook and you see it, you know, a paragraph, of, you're not even going to read it. Go past and go to video, you're going to watch a video. No, right? 100%. Yeah. And I wish people would understand that more because, and also people think that it's very expensive to do video. It's not always expensive. There's, there's, there's other ways to skin a cat, you know, as I say, but. Yeah. <laughs> They'll learn. They'll learn. <laughs> Back to Sarah McLaughlin and now we're skinning cats. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now we're skinning cats. Yeah. So, Warren, I, I want to thank you for coming. Kaylee, you've done a great job co-hosting. Yes, welcome. We, hope, thank you we might so have much. to have you back. I'd yeah. be honored. Thank you guys so yeah. much for having me. And, Warren, it's been amazing getting to know you. Yeah, good to, good to meet you and good luck with your uh, your studies. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you, Warren. We always love how good you make us sound and how good you make our clients look. So, again, thank you for being on WOW. Absolute pleasure and, uh, yeah, anytime. Thank you. For more information, visit watermarkassociates.com. That's watermarkassociates, all spelled out, forward slash podcast. You'll find today's resources on there, and you'll have the opportunity to give us your comments or suggestions for future episodes. We look forward to you tuning in for the next time, and hopefully we'll hear what you have to say.